Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. So, Chris, it's been a, you know, a full week since the Giants right. last played. And maybe it's, you know, I, I don't, maybe because I'm so far removed from it. But the last couple days, until the incident with Will Hernandez today, and of course, we'll talk about that as well. Um, not saying, you know, nothing he did, just that, that it happened, right? Um, right. I was feeling, and, and maybe it's because we haven't played, but I'm looking at the division, and I'm not thinking tw- in terms of 2020, Chris, but I'm thinking in terms going forward. I don't know if I would change positions with the rest of the division, and hear me out before you just laugh at me. I, when I watched Dallas last week against the Redskins, I'm sorry, football team. Oh, my. I, I don't know when I'm going to kick that habit, but Yeah, it's tough. Oh, man. I, even when I write, I'm like, nope, football team. I watched them just absolutely quit. The, the infighting in the locker room and, you know, the, the rumor that they're quitting on McCarthy and Jerry Jones is now backing him. It's a veteran team. Dak Prescott's hurt, not coming back. I, you know, the, the Cowboys are a mess. And I, I don't think, oh, I think yeah. right. But I think they're going to keep McCarthy for another right. year at least, right? And then you look at the Eagles. They're I've never been a Wentz believer. Uh, they're getting older. The Redskins are the team where, although we beat them all the time, I'm worried because of their their defense, right? And and the, some of the stars. And they have to find their their quarterback yet. But they have Ron Rivera, who we both I think like. When I look at the Giants, like we found the the, the coach. Like if anything's clear this year. We, we got the guy, I think. And when you come, if you're a Jones believer, then I don't know, man. I, maybe it's, I don't know, nostalgia from Big Blue VCR's <laughs> videos that he's putting out or the weather and up until today when it was pouring rain. But, like, I feel okay about where we are going forward despite being one in six. I don't know. Am I a buffoon, Chris? Um, no, you're not a buffoon. I just think there's a lot, you know, a lot of, a lot to tell a lot, a lot of time left, yeah. you know, to, to see that. I mean, you know, we both like judge and a lot of people feel judge is the guy, no doubt, but you know, still yet to be determined with him. Right. Right. Um, with Doug Peterson is an accomplished Super Bowl winning quarterback, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I would switch. I, I, you look, the Cowboys get Prescott back next year and they get things in order and they win some game. Winning cures everything. Okay. I know, I know, yeah, I know yeah. everybody's turning on McCarthy and this yeah. and that, but you know, um, there's still way more talented team than the giants. No, I, I know. So. I know. And I, I feel like if we, I know it sounds easy, but like, because we have that, that head guy that we haven't had in a long time, if we Who? can get judge. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, I know. I, I yeah. just, I feel like if we get some talent around Jones and, and for Judge to work yeah. with, yeah, yeah. I, know, I feel oddly good. But maybe it's because we haven't yeah. played in a week, Chris. I don't oh, know. Look, I, look <laughs> I get where you're coming from, man. Yeah. Don't about it. It's not like it's a buffoonish statement, yeah. you know? Yeah. To me, it's just like to be determined, yeah. you know, yeah. um, after seven games. And to say, oh, you know, I, I, you know, I, have no, I would rather switch to the Cowboys. I mean, I wouldn't switch to the Cowboys and the Eagles. Oh, I don't know if I'm there yet, yeah. you know? Uh, the Eagles start getting the Eagles are slowly getting guys back. They're gonna, rip, I, you know, I think they're gonna win this division hands down. Yeah, I think they're know? gonna, I think they're gonna waltz to it. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Jerry. Um, yeah. I, I think they're gonna, you know. Um, yep. So, and look, to me, Peterson is a, is a real good coach. You know. Yeah. They really play hard for him. I, I love his offensive mind. You know. Yeah. So I don't know if I would, you know, to say, uh, you know, I wouldn't switch at anybody right now, but, you know. You got to like what Judge is bringing to the table, but he has to start winning some games too, Jerry. Yeah, and, and I think you just brought up a good point. Peterson's a good coach, but like, like last Thursday, not you know, last year Peterson was laughing at Shermer because he knew it looked like he was laughing at. Well, he doesn't know whether or not to take a timeout. Judge had him on the on the the special team switch. If Corey Ballantyne looks up, like I just feel like like we have a fighting chance now with our guy. So again, yeah. it's because we haven't played and. It's fall and the leaves are changing, buddy. I feel good. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what? We could. I'm, I'm kind of happy going forward, but we'll see. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> right, right. Listen, I understand where you're coming from. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, 
But, you know, Jerry, like everything else, got to start winning some games. You know? Know. Now, yeah. that being said, Jerry, I don't expect him to win Monday night. No. Okay? Right. At all. Right. That's what, but, you know, that's why you played him, right? You don't know. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, looking down the road, Jerry, going to Washington, mm-hmm. right, following week, mm-hmm. coming home against the uh, Eagles, yeah. you know, yep. uh, the way they just played him up at the, uh, at the link, right. you know. Yep. Um, you look at these games, you say, hey, why not? Right. Right? Yeah. Why not? Cowboys last game of the year. Are you kidding me? Right? Yep. I know. <laughs> so I get where you're coming from, dude. Uh, it's not a, to me, it's not a buffoonish statement. But if you're asking me, I would just, I don't know if I would do that yet. You know. And, and, and you brought up such a good point because I did the exact same thing you did. I said, oh, it's such a shame we're playing the Bucks, though. Right? Like, if we were just playing one of those other teams and we could maybe get some confidence... I'm, I'm with you. We didn't get to the pick segment yet, guys, but this is a bad, this is a bad matchup. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, like, like I said, you're uh, like uh, maybe a little too early to say I don't know about this and that, but I get where you come from. I don't think it's buffoonish at all, yeah. you know. So, but, but we'll see. But you know, there's nine games left, right? Yeah. Yep. And you know, right now, I look at the NFC East, and to me, uh, the Redskins aren't going anywhere with Kyle Allen. Right. You know, um, they're going to have issues. Um, uh, obviously, like, you know, uh, the Cowboys are a total and complete mess. They're down to the third string quarterback this week. Yeah. They're going to get whipped <clears throat> probably by the Eagles. And and to me, the Eagles, who are starting to get healthy, you know, they have their own issues. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, right. the offensive line is not going to be healthy the rest of the year, you know. Right. But they are getting other weapons back, and I think they'll do enough, you know, with their defense and everything to get across the finish line and win this division, you know. Yep. So, uh, but – you know, look, I, like I just said, no reason why the Giants <laughs> can't go into Washington a couple weeks from now, win that game, can't win the rematch at home against the Eagles, you know? Right. Uh, look, Jerry, if the Eagles would have beat us, you know, 30-7 to 7, 10 days ago, uh, excuse me, um, uh, a week ago, yeah. I, I would have been like, ah, oh, Jerry, we're not going to win that. You know, we have no, you know, yep. we have no shot of winning that rematch. But you look at it now and, you know, yeah. and say, okay, why not? You right. know, maybe right. just finally break the schneid here you know so yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah I'd, I'd like to check my feelings with you and i'm not joking about that I'm, I'm dead serious like like i know i'm the buffoonish of the two of us i i get it and that's why i figured why not ask while we're doing while we're recording you know okay let's get your real reaction here to what are you out of your mind but i'm glad um I'm glad it wasn't that way because I feel better about it. And, and Jerry, how much better will you feel about the Giants and Joe Judge and the direction they're heading and all that stuff, right? If they give the Bucks a real tight game Monday night. And I, right, and I, I'll say it now so I don't change my mind Tuesday when we recap. If they keep it close, I, hopefully I'm satisfied. I should be satisfied with that because the Bucks are just so much better. But you're right. If they keep it close, um, I think I'll feel pretty good about it. But anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, a lot of people don't want to hear that, and right. they're right. right. You know, you don't want to hear about oh, well, another more victory. We kept it close, yeah. but folks, this isn't a banged up Eagle team. Right. This is a team that's really starting to hit at all cylinders. Right. And they are totally, you know, as far as talent wise, are way better than the Giants. You know. Mm. Um. So, if Joe Judge and the Giants, you know, if this is a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's like. Okay, we lo- I said he lose like 28, 21, something like that. You know what I'm saying, Jay, yeah, right? 28, yeah, 20, yeah, whatever it yeah, might be. Yeah. I, I, to me, this is a game where, like, holy crap, man. Yeah. You know, the Judge, you know, Giants kept this one. Uh, this was a game in the fourth quarter and all that. Yeah, they lost, but man, yeah. you know, we're just some players away, right? Right. That's the way you're going to look at it. Now, we'll see. Right. Uh, because, you know, we'll get into the Bucks in a little while, and the Bucks, you know, are pretty good, man. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, you know, like I said, you know, judges, you know, hey, the Rams are pretty good, dude. Right. Giants were right no there. One ex- right? No one expected that game to be that close. Right? Right. The Rams are pretty good, you know. So, right. uh, you know, the Bears are pretty good. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people think they're a fraud 5-2 and two team. But, you know, they were pretty good. Hey, how about the Steelers? Yeah. Right. I mean, they're pretty good. And the Giants were right there with them into the fourth quarter, you know, and all that. So, right. I get what you're saying, dude. Uh, let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. The second half of the year, you know, um, it's going to be interesting, man. Uh, start Monday night, you know, against Tampa Bay, which right now, Jerry, looks good. I mean, you just got to hope no positive tests come back tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, this offensive line, you know, um, guys who are, 
you know, sort of connected with Hernandez, you know, um, yeah. and and hopefully, he's, I mean, I hate to say, you know, I don't want anybody to get COVID, but hopefully, he's just one guy. And it's Will, you know, right, exactly. He misses Monday night, and everybody else is a go. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, some guys were sent home today, right, and some coaches. Yeah, yeah. So listen, you know, uh, you know, uh, it came. Uh, Joe Judge got notified about one in the morning. Yeah. You know, that there was a positive on Hernandez and. And today they sent home, they started doing tracing and they sent home a bunch of guys, but basically the whole starting offensive line, you know, mm. um, was sent home. Uh, a couple of guys, in a, you know, uh, uh, um, a couple of assistant coaches, you know, they were sent home. Yeah. But right now it's sort of like, you know, they won't call, you know, you saw me put it on Twitter all day, they're the high risk guys. Right, right, you know? right. So, which is a, if there's anything positive, it's positive way. Basically, they should be back the next day. They got to take tests, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. And they expected to come back, you know, negative. But we'll see. So, we'll see moving forward what happens here. And, you know, the, look, Jerry, um, to not have one guy positive after seven games is incredible. It really is. Game, so. It's a hell of a job, right? And and I I don't you never wish it on anybody, but how happy are you that it wasn't? Jones or Barkley just because of how it would have looked the other night, right? Like, I don't yeah. want, I, I, I'm not, no one's choosing COVID on any one person over the other, but the fact that Jones and Barkley didn't have it, it's kind of a sigh of relief because this could be mm. our, our 2020 boat trip kind of thing. Like, oh no, come on, <laughs> man. So, or the fact that Hernandez wasn't with them. Exactly. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. The, you know, people would be like, oh, look at Jones, gave it to Hernandez. Uh, Jones didn't get it, but his, you know, right. the whole deal. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess in a way, right, it's yeah. fortunate for Jones. Look, Jerry, it wasn't a good look. Right. You know, um, but it, listen, they're kids. I know. Uh, yeah. You know, Jerry, me and you are two grown men with families. These are kids, man. Well, you know? it's, st it's still hard for us to stay home. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, they're going to make mistakes. I get it. Right. Uh, look, Jones, uh, look, Jones was asked about it today. Yeah. And he didn't want to talk about it too much. But Jones is a great kid, Jerry. You know, uh, there's no maliciousness. It's just, you know, something that young kids forget. You know, hey, I got to throw the mask on all the time and all yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, you know, um, so they realize their mistake, Jerry. You know, um, he handles the press so well, Chris. Yeah, yeah. He, well, you know, I wish you know Eli at times used to throw a joke in there, you know. Right. Uh, Daniel Jones is just oh, man. Is he serious? He just everything's like yeah, blah blah blah. blah. He doesn't say much, you know. Right. Um. So I even tried to get him early in the year. Like, uh, do you ever get on guys? Get up in the grill. I even tried to get him to loosen up a little bit. And he just stares <laughs> at you. Yeah, right. Like what? He really trained him well, but, but you know, uh, yeah. actually too well. He he refused to loosen up at all. That's know? funny. Um, but, uh, see, but you could see, look, Jerry, you look in the kid's eyes when he was answering the question, you know, he knows he made a mistake, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and all that. And the, the organization's moved on. We'll see if the NFL finds him, you know? Yep. Uh, look, one thing about judge, he's going to come out and say, yeah, we're going to handle it internally. I talked to Jones, but you know, when judge talks to these guys, it isn't like, Hey, Daniel, how you doing? Oh. Listen. Don't do that again, okay, buddy? Yeah. Somebody let's go get some milk later. We'll have some fun. No, you know, judge is like, yo, what the f are you doing? <laughs> right. You know, listen, you gotta be, you gotta be smarter than this. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, judge has a tough side to him. Trust me. You know. Well, he's it, you know, he's in his he's in his 30s, right? Like when it, when he gets older, there's gonna be a, a, somebody who says you should have saw him 10, 15 years ago, and because that's that time now where he's probably. You know, just high strung, a little out of his mind. It's his first job. He wants this to work. He's probably tough on these guys, man. Uh, you know what? He's a young guy, Joe. He's yeah. 38 years old. Right. But he's a mature dude. He's got three. He's got kids, dude. Yeah, right. You know, um, yep. and he's, a, you know, listen, he's a no nonsense guy, man. Yeah. And, and trust me, you know, he's going to say to us, oh, yeah, I talked to him, you know. But he's, he, see, he does it in a way. It's, this is the impression I get of Joe Judge that he, he gets his point across to these guys in a way that's respectful. Yeah. Because uh, he kind of connects with them. He's only 38. Yeah, right. You know, 23, but he's still a young guy, right? Right. Uh, you know, and he, I, to me, he gets the, the point across what he wants. Yep. But in a way where a guy walks away and goes, okay, you know what? Coach Judge is doing it for my benefit. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, 100%. Yep. You know, where a guy like 
the guy he just came from, the guy who groomed him, Belichick, is just a nasty guy at times, you know? Right. But what works for Belichick is that he's got the resume, and guys are like, well, okay, Bill just called me a, a buffoon and, and, a re- and, 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 and a moron yeah. and, and degraded me for 10 minutes in a meeting. But right. But he's got six rings, not, and it's Bill Belichick. I know he's doing it for the benefit of the, you, you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, I mean, Pepper Johnson said so much, right? Like he said when he was a coordinator. Uh, he, he yelled at him. And, and this is a guy who played for him for years, went to war with him. It's just Belichick. That's the way he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, that's just the way Belichick is, but he gets away with it because of his resume. You know, Judge is a young guy, doesn't have the resume, but he connects with the players, you know? Right. That's the impression I get. He'll get on a guy. Trust me, you saw that in camp. Right. You know, uh, yep. He'll get on guys and he'll, he'll, he'll tell them the way he feels, but he does it in a respectful way. Yep. The guys aren't. They don't feel disrespected. And that's very important in today's sports, Jerry. Yeah, you know? yeah you're right. You're right. And he's, if you think about it, he's younger than Eli, right? Yeah, you got to connect with the athletes today, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. So I'm sure he kind of told Jones, you know, oh, what are you doing here? You right. know? Right. Face of the franchise. He's smarter than that, man. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure it won't happen again, Jerry, until it is, you know, uh, hopefully when this COVID is over, you know? Yeah. So. Yep. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, so. Well, just quick, Jerry. Yeah. Since we're on the COVID, so Hernandez won't be there Monday, night, and I expect fully expect to see Shane Lemieux at left guard. Okay, that's what I, that's actually where I was going next. So, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No. Go ahead. So, Chris, who's, who's going to fill in for Hernandez? <laughs> Shane Lemieux. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> expect expect Lemieux there. Uh, that's the that's the impression I got from Judge today. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I've made this comment before. Joe Judge rather have a root canal to give a who's playing, who's going to sit down, who's rotating, you know, who's. Going to... <laughs> yeah. But I expect uh, Shane Lemieux to uh, Monday night. Now, does this change things with uh, you know? There's a lot of Zeitler rumors uh, being traded. Does this change that at all? You think? Oh, I don't think so. No. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. If they're going to move on, you know, because I like Hernandez is out for the year. You know. Because they protected Slade off the practice squad, which I thought was was a little telling, right? Like I think the deadline's Tuesday, right? The trade deadline. So I think that would it would have to happen. No, no, wait a minute. When's November third? Uh, November third is Tuesday. Yes, you're right, then. Jerry. So then it would have to happen Monday, either you know before. It's probably not going to happen after the game. So if Zeitler goes, it would be probably before the game, and then Slade stepping in with Lemieux. Um, against the, the Buccaneers. So, you know, hey. You can read that, right? You can read between the lines a little bit and say, oh, well, I guess they're actively trying to move Zyla, right? Right, because right. they protected Slade, which I thought, huh, okay. That's strange. Yeah, I think that's what we all thought, right? It was like, yeah. oh, all of a sudden Slade's you know? Yeah. He hasn't been protected since the first game of the year, I think, you know, so. Yep. All right, uh, so, yeah, yeah, so was- uh, en- enough of me talking. I, I, people want to hear your, um, your assessment of this matchup, buddy. Um, I guess... Let's talk. Let, let's start with our defense against their offense, because although our defense, we got to be happy with most of what they've done this year, short of two minutes to go in the half or two minutes to go in the game. Um, this is a, a, a this is going to be a tough offense to keep up with now. Yeah. And you know, uh, Jerry, you bring up you bring up something that's, you know, it's pretty it's important. You know, like you say, like you say, oh, are you happy with the defense? They're now. 11th, 12th of the league, wherever they are, which is, you notice it's going down more and more, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you say to yourself, okay, you know, are we really happy with the defense, right, Jerry? So right. you look at it, and let's break it down, okay? Yeah. Um, am I ha- So, Chris, are you happy with the defense? Uh, at times, but, Jerry, what's the most important part of games? Right. And the halves and yeah. the end of the games, right? Yep. And they're horrific at it. Yeah. Okay, so, and it seems like to me, Beginning of games, they come out of the gate slow. Right. Right? And then they get, you know, then they play well. And then when they need them to step up, they never do. Right. So, uh, you know, so to me, it's like at times that you look at some stats and you say, oh, all right, you know, much better than the previous years. But it, to me, Jerry, it's still the same old story. You can't get stops. You can't get sacks when you have to. Chris, real, real quick, I'll, I'll throw in a, an old memory. Growing up, I, I just remember my dad, you know, in the 80s when LT, Carson, Banks were wreaking havoc. You know, we'd stop a team and be up seven, and my dad would say, we get the ball in the second half, too. Now, when a team scores, my thinking is, well, we get the ball in the second half, I guess. So, whereas before you were like, oh, we can really pounce on them early. Now it's, oh, just try and keep up with them, guys. So, yeah, it, it's, it's ex- extremely important to stop these teams and keep up the momentum, but we're terrible at the end of, end of halves and end of games, so. Yeah, I mean, that ruins games, right? Right. And they, I mean, three games, you know, and they can't get stops. Yeah. 
And we've been saying this for years now. Yep. So it's like, okay, so when you talk about the defense, you say, yeah, I'm happy with some things. I, they've actually gotten to the quarterback more than I thought they would. Right? Yes, I, I, agree. I think they have 18 sacks, yeah. you know, uh, gotten some pressures. But of course, when you need that sack, like last week with Brandon Griffin, not that it, you know it was the end of the game anyway. I don't, it wouldn't really have made a difference. But when you get, when you need that sack, you got to get that sack, right? But, but if oh, it was reversed, would you trust us? Right? If if Wentz had it with 22-21, Wentz had the ball. You wouldn't trust us to get the sack. No, even with no timeouts, I right. still figure Wentz would hit something big and probably still kick off 60 yard field goal. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like last year. Right. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, you look at the defense and it's like, yeah, there's some good things. But, yeah, I, I'm not really happy, man. Because when you can't get stops and you're blowing games and you can't stop a team before halftime, it's like, you know, that's not a real, you know, that's not an all-around defense, man. So, not really happy with it, Jerry. You know, it's like, like I said, flashes, yeah, I'm happy. Other times, basically, overall, no. And, and how, how the, you know, I, I. Oh, so getting back to Tampa. Yeah. So Tom Brady, you know, I'm looking at the Buccaneers on film, and I'm looking at them. I'm saying, you know, this team really doesn't have any weaknesses at all. Uh, exactly. They Their don't. offensive line is real good. How's Tristan Wirfs doing? I mean, he looks like a he's playing like a borderline pro bowler. You I know? know, I know he's. Oh, you trying to wild me up? It's my guy. That was my guy. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So you Wirfs liked Beckton, I liked Werfs. We would have been happy with either. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Werfs looks real good right. at right tackle. The interior of the offensive line is real good. Yeah. Okay? The tight end, Gronk is really coming on. I I kind of pointed it out with some film work on Twitter this week. How he's blocking at an elite level still. Yeah. I just put like one play on, but believe me, I saw about four of them during that game. Now he's getting more involved in the air game. You know, he's two touchdowns the last two weeks, right? Yeah. Mike Evans hasn't even been a big, big part of this offense yet. Yep. And they're averaging 31 points a game or something. That's, am, that's amazing. He, he, I mean, he is such a weapon, and he's not even part of it yet. It's on, And he looked like he was frustrated last week a couple of times, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Godwin was more involved. Now he's out, all right? But they got Scotty Miller, who's, you know, Tyler Johnson, a rookie, is another kid. That looks good. Scotty right. Miller's been unbelievable for them. Right. You know, now Mike Evans will be more involved. They got two running backs. Fournette, you know, Ronald Jones had a hundred yard games, three straight games, and then Fournette came, you know, got healthy again. And you know, he's back. And and you look at them and you say, Well, and of, of course you got Brady leading away, and you say, Well, holy crap, yeah. you know? Yeah. This team is stacked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now, you know, we're not gonna see him, but they're gonna get Antonio Brown in a couple weeks. Unless he implodes again, you know, they're going to have another weapon, you know? Right. I can't, uh, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, so that, uh, look, they're going to attack the Giants on deep crosses, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right. Remember I said that, yep. you know, uh, they're going to try to run the ball, uh, you know, the whole deal because they got Fournette, who looks pretty good, and they got a good offensive line. And, you know, and Tom's got Scotty Miller coming from the slot and, and the whole deal, and they're going to be a real tough team to stop, Jerry. They really are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's exactly what, I, what I'm seeing as well. Like, you, you look at that offense, and although, like you said, our, our, our defense is the better part of our team, I, I, I'm scared to death. They're going to have to get in. They have to do what they did. And, you know, to, what, whatever, what always affects Brady, right? Getting in his face, hitting him. Oh. And they got to bring the blitz and, and, and kind of hope for the best. Hope they get there, really. Well, let's tuck and Ozzy come out of retirement. <laughs> I don't see, you know, that happening with Brady. You You're know? like uh, um, Rick Patino when he coached the Celtics. Graham, Graham looks just so afraid yeah. to be real aggressive. He's playing so much zone. I, 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 you know, um, yeah, he had a reputation for so much man, which really wasn't, even in Miami. You know, he played man a lot, but he also played a lot of cover three and twos in Miami, too. Trust me. I saw all the these games on him, you know, that he coached. So, but this year, it seems like even last week, you know, I mean, Wentz was just picking him apart. He was playing so much zone. Is, know, that, is that because so, of, is that because of cornerback uh, too, you think? He's obviously so worried about the secondary, you yeah. know, Jerry. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, if they do that, Brady's just going to pick him apart. But then again, if you go, man, you know, what do you, you know, all right, Bradbury's got his guy, but what about the other guy? You know, Ryan Lewis is in. The slot guy, you know, it's slot guys, either Rogan Ryan or whoever they roll over the slot if, you know, if Holmes comes back this week. So, 
you know, it's it's quite a matchup. It's going to be quite a chore. So how you do it is that you're going to have to get some turnovers, which will be tough. And your offense is going to have to throw 30 points on the board. And, Jerry, do you really see that happening? Because when we get into the Bucks defense, <laughs> they ain't putting 30 points on the board, Jerry. Let's, do it, let's do it Let's do it. now, Chris. Let's get to the Bucks defense versus our offense. Well, our offense isn't very good to begin with. <laughs> and now you're looking at – they got. let's see. Let, let's break it down. You ready? Yep. They got two edge guys that are monsters. Yeah. Uh, that Jason Pierre-Paul, I think you remember him, right? He still plays well, yes. That gentleman got rid of because, you know, he didn't like the culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. We won't get into that. Well, yeah, he was supposedly know. one of the guys laughing in the background at something else when Manning was upset talking to the media. Yeah. So we, that was that. So Yeah, he didn't like his culture. So if JPP got launched, okay. Meanwhile, he's playing like a pro ball over there in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaq Barrett, I think we remember him. Yes. He destroyed, he destroyed sure. Nate Solder last year. Yeah. Um, even though he only has a couple of sacks so far, he's got about 3,000 pressures. You know, <laughs> Shaq and JPP are really <laughs> pressuring quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, Sue is an ass, absolute animal. All right? Not only does he have three sacks, he's got, he's got, he pushes the pocket continuously. Okay? Yeah. Great trade. They just got McClendon over from the Jets. Mm. He's going to take Vey, Vey's spot, who's out for the year. Right? Mm-hmm. And look at their line. Dude, oh. You want to look at, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to look at two linebackers? Oh, yeah. I want you to just check out everybody. Check out Levante David and Devin White. I know. I mean, two real active linebackers. We loved White coming out. Yep. Well, playing, I mean, unbelievable. Levante David's finally starting to get his recognition now yep. because Tampa Bay's winning. And the whole nation's starting to see how good this guy's been for years, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, and how about that draft pick? You know, uh, first of all, Carlton Davis is playing like a pro bowl at one corner. Yeah. Uh, they go out and they draft Anton Winfield, yeah, uh, you know. Junior. Uh, the, a junior to yeah. play safe, you know, playing safety. He's playing excellent, okay? Yep. yep. This team is stacked with talent on the defense. They're third in the league. Bowles is so damn aggressive, man, yeah. which hurts him at times, Jerry. Don't get me wrong. But he's going to be coming after Jones. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's really worried about too many giant receivers. You're going to see Carlton Davis probably match up a lot on Slayton. And, you know, Shep's going to have to hurt him if he could. But, um, you know, they, he plays a lot of man balls. Yeah. A lot of single high man. And he'll send five, six guys at times, man. You know? Yep. Um, so that's what Jones is going to be up against this Monday night. It's going to be quite a challenge for the Giants offense, man. And, Oof, uh, we'll see what happens. Can we get anywhere in the running game against them? I, I, I don't, I don't see it happening, Jerry. Yeah, this is such a bad matchup, and and Bruce Arians is a great coach. I, I, I like Bruce Arians, you know, and this is such a good team. And like I said, I feel good about kind of the future. And it's like, ah, oh, if we only weren't playing the Bucks this week, uh, I mean, it's not the Ravens or the Chiefs, but it's uh, you know, like the, the Bucks are hitting stride, and they are absolutely loaded. And like you said, you don't know where the weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah, I, I put out there last week. This team has no weaknesses. You know, uh, maybe left tackle Donovan, maybe at times Donovan Smith left tackle, and, and you know, and Sean Bunting Murphy at times he's given up some plays at one corner, but you know, but no team is twenty-two perfect. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but this team is stacked. Yeah. Of course, now Brady. Look, look. You know, it took a little while, but Brady's rolling now. You, everybody, everybody knows what they expect from Tom now. The whole offense knows what Tom looks for. You know. And they're hitting stride. And and you know what, Jerry? Bruce Arians is a heck of a coach, right? Yep. Real is. good offensive mind. But I tell you what, my man. Yeah. They got a future head coach there, too, in Byron Leftwich running the show. And yeah, office. right. Good call. Uh, you know, and Leftwich is a hell of an offense. And you watch, I'm watching the last few games for Tampa on film and his schemes and what he's doing. And, and, you know, Leftwich, look, they had a Damn good offense last year on the left, which, but the problem was that Winston forgets what jersey to throw to at times. Right. You know, if they didn't have 33 interceptions last year, they finished seven and nine. If it wasn't for Winston being so damn careless with the ball, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs last year. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, so left, which is, uh, you got to really like what he's doing to me. He's, he's going to be a head coach in this league. No yeah. question. You yeah. know? Yeah. And then you got balls. You know, Look, he's got more talent this year. Balls is doing balls things, very aggressive, you know. So, um, uh, real tough matchup, and you know, led by Bruce Arians and all that. So, <laughs> good luck there, my man. Monday night, we'll see what happens. <laughs> all right, Chris, real quick before the NFL college ball 
I'm sorry, between the NFL, college ball, and Major League Baseball playoffs, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday with MyBookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. Well, not about this week with the Giants. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. They're not even dogs on Monday night either. Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use the promo code G-I-A-N-T to claim a deposit match, dollar for dollar, all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, presidential prop bets, all the major sports and more. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. All right, so we'll do a quick, we'll do picks real quick, and then we'll get into the Twitter questions. There were about 92 Obviously, you won't get to all 92, but it's about two weeks worth of questions that people want to ask. Again, guys, a lot of questions about COVID, a lot of questions about trades. Probably going to skip those or maybe ask one. Not going to ask them over and over again, but I understand where you're all coming from. So here we go. Just under the wire. 820 tonight. Falcon. I'm down five still, by the way, on the season. Uh, Falcons at Panthers, Chris. I'm going to go with uh, Carolina. Yeah. I, yes. Not going with the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, "Hurry up, Jerry. We need we need to know we need to know what picks to make this week. Get to your picks already." Um, <laughs> Titans at Bengals, one p.m. on Sunday. Uh, Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that. Oh, uh, Titans. Oh, a little hesitation there. Yeah, no, I'm going to go Titans. Uh, 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 Titans on the road, one and five. Yeah, after after last week, Titans are probably pissed off too. Um, one o'clock Raiders at Browns. This is going to be a, this will be a decent game. Yeah. Yeah. I expect a good one too. Uh, um, I'm going to go with the, uh, uh, Raiders. I'm going to go Browns without Odell. There you go. There you go. See what Baker Mayfield's got. <laughs> Rams. I'm at... fortunate to win that one last week. <laughs> I, know, I know. Uh, one o'clock still Rams at Dolphins. Rams. Yeah. I have to go with the Rams there, too. I'll go with Tua? No, but here's a good one, dude. Steelers at Ravens. 6-0 and at 5-1. and Yeah, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to go with you as well. I'm going to go Baltimore as well. 1-5 uh, and five Vikings at the 5-1 and one Packers. We'll both probably go Packers, right? Yep. Um, Colts at Lions. 4-2 and two at 3-3. Three and three, Still on the 1 o'clocks. Oh, me? Uh, you know what? You know what? I'll, I'll go first on I'll this one. With- I'll go okay. first on this one. I'm going to go Lions at home. Yeah, me too, dude. Oh, there we go. This, this Philip right. Rivers, man. You know, it's a shame because this team is talented. I know. But Rivers, is just he's still doing the same crap he did the last few years. He's throwing a ball over the place, interceptions. Yeah, his arm, I, I arm's, like, arm's weaker now, too. It just is. Yeah, I just don't like the way Rivers looks, Jerry. Yeah. Um, I like Detroit. Detroit's won two in a row. I know they were very lucky last week, but I'll go with Detroit, too. I'm with you on that one. Uh, I'll, I'll go first from now on. Patriots at Bills. Wow, the Patriots, huh? Two and four at five and two. Man, the Bills can Bills can almost wrap up this division with a win. I'm going to go with the Bills at home. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah. The 0 and 7 Jets, <laughs> the 6 and 1 Chiefs. The spread's like 22. Probably go with the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'll play it safe. Go, <laughs> go on on a limb. Chargers at Broncos, both two and four. Mm. Yeah, I love you know I love Justin Herbert. Um, finally got a win last. I'm going Justin Herbert. I'm going with the Chargers. Right, I'm gonna go with Fangio and that defense right. who played real well. Yeah, they did last week. Yep. Okay, yeah, they did. Well, what are you talking about, Chris? It was 43. Yeah, but look at the way they scored. Interception return, kickoff right. return. Yep, they held the Chiefs under 300 yards of offense. Yep, that's a good point. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Denver. Are you uh, you're gonna go with Herbert? I am, my boy. Yeah, I don't blame you. That kid was good. Huh? Wow. If only, only if he only came out a year earlier. Um, Why, for, I, uh, I like Justin Herbert a lot, Chris. Uh, for, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. 49ers at Seahawks, four and three at five and one. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Seahawks at home. I love Russell Wilson. Yep, I'm with you, man. By the way, Metcalf. I mean, he. It looked like the guy from Terminator Two chasing down uh, your boy Buda Baker. What an incredible play, man! Oh, I mean, the hustle. It, somebody said, "I've never seen this before." I said, "No, you've seen it with um, who was it? Ben Watson on Champ Bailey years ago, right?" Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. But this was like, this was. I don't know if it was more impressive, but just how fast Metcalf is. He looked like a machine running down the field. By the way, who who beat them? Seattle. I don't remember. Oh, they, who, I don't remember. Arizona. Oh, Arizona did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won that game. Right. So that's who the to- thing. Who right. told you back in September? I Watch know, that's out your, for this Arizona that's team. Your, that's your team. Right. There's your boys. Right. <laughs> You're yeah. five and two, dude. It, it's like because they lost that game. That play might not be as, as remembered. Uh, you know, they, I mean, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it was remarkable. One of, that, that was an unbelievable play by re- Metcalf. Ridiculous. He's just an unbelievable athlete, man. He's just incredible. Second rounder, right? But uh, yeah, but Seattle, look, Seattle just can't stop anybody, Jerry. They can't yeah. get to the quarterback. They can't stop anybody. I know, and, and Wilson's the only reason, dude. They're five and one. Yeah, I know. It's the greatness of Russell Wilson, but you can't expect him to go every week and throw thirty-eight on the board and outscore a team 38-31. It's he's, not going to happen. No, he's just so good. So, uh, look, Jamal Adams will be back in a couple of weeks. That'll help him. But they just, look, Seattle, uh, Wilson's so great, but they're just not going to win anything with that defense. On the offensive line was a mess the last three years, too. So, like, they, you know, they're better now, but yeah. it, was, it was him running around for his life. Oh, just, listen, Jerry, he's just, he's just great, dude. Great. So. Love him. Uh, four and two Saints at five and two Bears. I'll go with the Bears at home. Drew Brees outside in, what, November now? Forget it. No way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, right. it's outdoors in Chicago. I tell you what, can, can we stop at Nick Foles? Unless he comes off the bench for Peterson, can we stop at him now? I know. <laughs> All right, you know what? You could go with your boy Foles. I'm going to go with the Saints, though. It only works with one team with Foles, and it's in, they play at the link. That's it. Everybody else, he's average to stink. Oh, my God. Was he horrible against the Rams? So Africa? bad. I'll go with the Saints. Go ahead. They, remember, they, they traded him for Sam Bradford years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. And then he comes back and wins the Super anyway. Uh, Cowboys at Eagles Sunday night, 820. I'm going with, uh, um, I mean, this is this is like choosing between syphilis and gonorrhea. I'll go with the Eagles at home. Yep. And uh, finally, Monday night, Buccaneers at the Giants. The Giants are wearing their uh, 80s whites. I'm going with the Bucks by about 20. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> yes. Come on, Giants. Keep it close, guys. Just keep it close. All right. Again, 92 responses. Thank you, guys. We'll get to as many as we can. Atlantic lawsuit funding. Are the Giants going to trade? Either what? Tra- What's the, the name of this guy? The name is Atlantic Lawsuit Funding. <laughs> the leading lawsuit funding company in the country. We make sure our customers don't settle for less from Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. That's great. Right across the river. There we go. Okay. Are the Giants going to either trade Tomlinson or let him walk? In my opinion, that'd be a huge mistake. You don't rebuild by letting good players leave. Good question. I, I don't think they would trade him. I think he's a building block. Do you? Are they going to trade Tomlinson or let him walk? How about neither? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna sign him to a second contract. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, Giants freak one. If this season becomes the last one for Davey G, not hating on him. I'm one of the few who believes in his work so far. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. Yeah. You're, you, wait. You're, you're one, of, one of the few. Trust me. Now. I was going to say few. Oh, that's dwindling. It is possible to think that the New York Giants can convince Belichick to come back home as our new GM and reunite him with Coach Judge. Hashtag buffoon crew. Do you, Chris, I'm going to ask you, do you think that's possible? Who asked that question? Giants freak one at Mongezario. Well, that's a very interesting, very interesting question, question, which I'll get into in the month of December. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Really? Next. Wow. <laughs> that's called a teaser, folks. All right. Folks, I just want you to think about what I just said. So that was a good Very question by Giants Freak. Question: Where is he from? That guy, Giants Freak. Does he say where he's from? Is he from Jersey or uh, is he P- from Puerto Rico? Oh, Puerto Rico! Oh yeah. my God! Okay, international buffoons. Well, 
Well, guess what, my man? That was a very interesting question. And uh, that could, you know, who knows what happens there? You know, Belichick's contract runs up at the end of the year. Wow. Come see me at the end of December. I just got a little excited. Chris, by the way, I'm feeling even better about what I said when we started this podcast, if anything's close to that being true. <laughs> nah, nah, we'll see. We'll see. Right. But, you know, listen, Belichick's contract is up at the end of the year, and who knows, right? Yep. Uh, Jason Honeywell, always ask good questions, this dude. Are you guys on board with trading for a wide receiver with a few years left on their contract? Great show, guys. Thanks, Jason. Are we on board? Yeah, well, depending on, listen, you know, depending on what they're going to give up. You know. I don't want to give up draft picks, though. So that's the well, thing. Gonna they're going to have to. So I, no. Unfortunately, I, I heard yeah. this rumor about Kenny Galladay. You know. Um, yeah, you want to address that now? Is that was there any truth to that? Well, it comes from you know Jordan Reno from ESPN. Jordan's usually pretty good with this stuff. Yeah. So I'm um, sure there's something to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what they're talking. You know, trade uh, draft pick wise and all that. But look, Galladay's a good player. But yeah, you don't want to give up too much capital here. You you know, we're one in six. You know. <laughs> You know what? You know you're hoping Gettleman isn't doing desperate stuff because he realizes he's on thin ice. Yeah, right. You know and I mean? and how much power does he have? Right. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, oh, like you said, like John Maron would be like, uh, Dave, <laughs> lay down here. He's made one trade, so you know. Yeah. But he got but he got capital for it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they only have six picks or something now next year. But you know, you don't want to start giving away threes or whatever. You know, so. Yeah. Um. Depends on what, you know, you don't want to give up draft picks, man. Uh, high draft picks, you know. And um, the Lions are not going to take a seven for Galladay, if that's true. <laughs> right. Joey Z at Molten Century 81. Ah, here's a shot at me. Good one, Joey. Jerry, do you feel any better that Jadavion Clowney has only six pressures and zero sacks in the first seven games of the season? Looks like we did way better by not signing him. I'm sure that makes you sleep a little better. Hashtag buffoon crew. So for those of you who, Joey, and I'm not saying this is you, buddy. And thank you for the question. You always ask good ones. For those of you who, who think, even, and Mr. Banks thought this as well, that I wanted Clowney over Williams, that's not the case. I wanted Clowney along with Williams. I wanted Clowney to be used as a stand-up linebacker, as an edge guy, and when we go to a four-man rush on the line. And I just, I didn't want him instead of Williams. But, yeah, I'm very surprised that he's not doing um, and really anything. So, do I sleep better? Eh, I mean, look, <laughs> Giants are one and six, so no, I'm not sleeping any better, Joey. But thank you, appreciate that, buddy. Um, I sense a little sarcasm towards Joey there. No, I love Joey; he's a good dude. But um, I just think it's funny that people always <laughs> throw clowny in my face, and they should. Yeah, it's fine. It's good stuff, though. Um, is that all he has? Six precious? I wow. guess I didn't look it up. I got to look that up on PFF tonight after, after we get off here. That's that's really pathetic. Who the hell would vouch for that guy? No, no. Crazy, right? <laughs> Philip Lipper at P. Lipper, 32. If you were king for a day, is there a Giants trade you would try to make? I'll ask you, Chris. Oh, I don't know. No? Okay. If there's a giant trade I would try to make? I didn't know either, so I figured I'd kick it over yeah, to you. Uh, I guess Patrick Mahomes for a sixth-round pick. <laughs> yeah, I guess reasonable-wise, guys. I would, I, would, I would trade away assets for draft picks right now. That's what I would do. I would trade Evan Ingram. I do not think oh. he should be part of the future now. I've, I've given up. So there you go. If I get a three and, for and, Evan, I do and, it. But everybody who just agrees with that statement, you might want to you know, pick up the next issue and take a look at a column. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you'll look great. <laughs> there it is. All right. <laughs> Danny B at 68, Danny B. Seemed like Fackrell was getting on a roll, but we hardly heard his name against the Eagles. I think he just had an off game, or perhaps could something be wrong, like dealing with a minor injury? Thanks, guys. Hashtag buffoon crew. Guys, guys not every game a guy's going to have an interception return or you know, a sack, two sacks. He played all right. He, he played all right against the Eagles, but you got to understand something. This is the NFL. Not every game a guy's going to be standing out with all kinds of plays. You know? Yep. No, there's nothing wrong with Kyle. He, I mean, he did have a little injury banged up, but He's been playing with it. No excuses. It's, you know, just just one of those games. He didn't have a, a standout game. Oscar Nieves. Here's a one I haven't heard. I've heard a couple of reporters talk about the players not showing anger over losing. How concerning is this moving forward? I haven't heard I've that. Never heard that one time. Yeah, Oscar. We haven't heard. I don't it. know where Oscar got that from. Yeah. yeah. Um. And nobody. And Oscar, we're not in a locker room. That's true. After games. Anyway. <laughs> Right. Because of COVID, I mean, this season because of COVID. So, 
I mean, that's when you really get a feel when you're in a locker room after games. About some guys are like, oh, okay, let's go. You know, let me get my food. Let's get out of here. They're not too concerned about the loss. Yeah. Um, but we haven't been there this year, so I don't know exactly where he's getting that from. I remember my uh, buddy's brother is a, a New Jersey State Trooper, and I remember after the uh, the miracle of the Meadowlands two, the Deshaun Jackson blunder, one of the Giants defensive linemen was coming out and laughing after the game. I remember my buddy's brother, they're Giant fans, and he's like, how the hell are these guys laughing right now? It wasn't Tucker Humanure, it was somebody, like it was a lower level guy, but uh, I'll never forget that. I was just like, wow, okay. I guess, I guess it doesn't bother him like it bothers everybody else. Mm. Anyway, uh, the Fighting Joe Judges at Osler. After watching Wentz last week, it was really frustrating seeing him try to throw the ball away with Giants players hanging all over him. Oh, yeah, that's been an Eagles staple for years. Um, with all they do to protect quarterbacks, don't you think they should blow these plays dead a bit sooner? Hashtag Mondays or Giants days. Good stuff. No, um, I, I like the fact, I understand what you're saying, but I like the fact that they extend the play. One of the most frustrating things was in the grasp. I hated that call. Let these guys play. If, if, you're, if you think you're strong enough or you can get away and you're going to try that stuff and get, end up getting blasted, that's on you. So no, I, 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 don't, I hope they keep the way it is now. I, I like that these guys can extend the play. Yep, I agree. It's better if they protect these quarterbacks to no end, right? Yeah, I know. What's next? A guy gets near and blow the whistle, it's dead, you know? So. Yep. Lisa, we kind of answered the trade, uh, but we always just like to shout out your name because you're awesome. Proclaiming Liberty. Jerry, we are one in six right now, and you get the call to be the Giants coach. Do you open the floodgates, put the young guys in, let them play, or continue the current state? Jerry and Chris, your GM next year, what moves do you make? So, yes, I would. Cam Brown, uh, Coughlin, all the young guys would play now. One and six. Yes. Uh, Lemieux would have played before Hernandez got COVID. Um, I I would give these guys a shot. I mean, maybe not just all at once, like, all right, that's it. But they'd play a lot more. And I think, you know what? To judges' credit, you're seeing these guys get on the field now. You know, so... Again, not to always be an apologist for Judge or a, such a fan, but I, I think he's kind of handling this the right way. So, yeah, I mean, uh, these young kids are playing; they yeah, are getting yeah, snaps. Yeah, yeah. Look at Tay Crowder before he got hurt. Right, right. right. And you're seeing Cam Bryant notice his roles getting a little more and more each week. You, know? you, you mentioned Brunson in camp too that he was having. I'd like to see him too. Well, he's he's he was active last. He was activated last game yeah. playing the special teams. You know, um, um. So you know, look he. You know, he is getting these young kids in there, you know. Now, Lemieux will probably be the next one. Pertz got in, you know, in the rotation, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, judges slowly working these guys in, man, you know. Yeah, the only thing I, I, I wish maybe if, if there's one nitpicky area, I'd like to see five receivers activated, and I'd like to see another younger receiver, you know, I mean, before these before they started, you know, going down with injuries, right? Like, I, I'd like to see Victor, Backman, these guys get in, um, you know. Off the because we're not loaded at receiver, so if I had to be nitpicky, I guess that's one area where I think Judge can maybe instead of activating four, activate five and 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 see what happens. So. Well, he, yeah, yeah, the four was kind of you know he kind of bit him in the butt two games ago, right? Yep, yep. Uh, so he went with five last game. Okay, you know? there you go. That's um, right. Yeah, and that was you know, uh, but you got to remember something, you know, even Jerry like he's like Bachman, I think he played one snap last week. Um, right. And some of these young kids. We're not behind the scenes either. What I mean sure. by that is that, is that you know, it's easy to say, I right, get Bachman in there, get him, you know, fifteen, let him run some routes in the slot. You know, yeah. you we don't know everything as far as hey, these kids might not know the playbook half of them. Yeah, that's the good playbook. Point. Yep, they're not on the same page with Jones. You, you have to, you know, a lot of people don't realize it's not just okay, get him out there and let him play a lot. You know, no, yeah. because if the guy doesn't know if he's not on the same page with Jones on certain routes, especially hot reads and all that, you know. A ball could go the other way. Pick six because a guy's running the wrong route. So coaches, yeah. you know, they and today really feel. I mean, today really feel you got this down. They're not just going to say, "Okay, get this kid in there and let him play." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we don't know. In all fairness, as far as you know, getting Bachman and yeah, well, the kid Victor hasn't even been active yet, right? Right. Um, and who's the other young guy I'm thinking about? You know, a couple anyway. Mac, Mac Dylan. Uh, yeah, even Mac. You know, he's been active a few games, but. You know, the, the one guy, the one guy I thought that would have had a shot based on what you were reporting and all the reporters were talking about was David Sills, but he's, he's on IR still, right? Well, he would have been an interesting one, Jerry, yeah. you know, but then yep. he gets hurt in that scrimmage, you know, Yeah. Uh, before the scrimmage, whatever it was, he gets hurt 
uh, at the end of camp. And it would have been interesting to see what he would have brought to the table. Yeah. Know? Now, you know, training camp and scrimmages are much different when teams are game planning against you. So, but you know, he he flashed at camp, right? Right. He flashed. So, but obviously, we have to wait to next year for that. So, uh, but you know what, Jerry, Shep being back is is so huge, dude. Yeah. It's so huge. And you saw what Shep brought to the table last week. You know. Yep. Him and Jones being on the same page. Shep could run some routes. You know. Um. And he does things for Slayton. So, you know what? Let's get Shep, you know, and then Golden last week, you know, even though it was one target, he gets that touchdown in the slot. So let these three guys actually stay healthy and play together the last nine games. I think you're going to see a much more productive Daniel Jones. Oh, well said, man. Really. Good good point there. Um, Not to belabor the point, Jerry, but, you know, yeah. Shep brings so much to the table, dude. Yeah, he's, he really he's the best route runner by a mile. Sort of, you know, that little pivot route last yep. week he ran. Yep. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, and Shep is, you know, it's a different offense. You know, uh, now if we could get, well, I'm not even gonna go there. But no, <laughs> what? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say we get Ingram more involved, but you know what? I, I basically don't Ingram now with that mm-hmm. drop. I I can't stick up for that kid anymore. So, uh, but but Shep, you know, let's let's get these three guys, Jerry. We got the, you know, the Tate in the slot. Shep goes in the slot, goes outside, does you know. And then you got Slayton on that X on the outside. So let these guys play their last nine games. I think you'll see a different offense, a much better offense. There's a first-time tweeter, long-time listener. Angelo Capriglione. There you go, Chris. That's a nice what name. Mean? What do you mean there you go, Chris? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Another relative? <laughs> it must be. Is it safe to say – that's a good question, too. Is it safe to say the fact the Giants are hanging in a lot of the games and the division being so bad that it's blurring our expectations as fans – at the beginning of the season, I believe we had the expectation of where the team actually is. Angelo, let me try this first. I understand what you're saying. It's a good point. But the fact that they hung in with the Rams, the Steelers, and the Bears kind of shows me, like, the expectations were if, if the Giants are 7-9 and nine or 6-10, and 10, th- that's improvement. But it's, it's very weird. They're, they're sticking in with, with good teams. They, they could have won a couple I still think they're showing progress. So I don't think the division's blurring it at all. I just think they're not, they're just not closing out. That's all. So. Yeah, they're not talented enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, yeah. you know, a sign of a real good coach, you know, you know, right. is a guy who keeps, you know, your team in the games when they don't have much talent, you yep. know? Yep. So that's a positive sign, you know? Uh, and we have, you know, Jerry, there hasn't been a game. You know, they're one and six and all that, but there hasn't been a game. We remember last year with Sherman, the last few years with Sherman. You said, "Oh my God, Sherman blew that game." Remember? I, you're right. Right, Jerry. Yeah, right, right, right. right. We said, "Oh, what the hell is Sherman doing here? What the hell is he doing?" Child, what? I mean, he blew that. Right? Remember how many times you're like, "What is he doing with it?" Right? Seemingly hundreds. He really said that yet with Judge, right? <laughs> no, the only thing is a couple of times I said oh, I would have called time out there, but never uh, that, nothing egregious where you're like, "What are you doing?" I mean, so many times, Jerry, we would go on a podcast after a game and go, oh, my God, Sherman's clock management is in-game management. Are you kidding me? And, you know, you know, dude. You haven't said that yet. yet you're so right because that's what gives them a fighting chance despite the extreme lack of talent. That they're going in prepared and they're going in with a guy who's making good decisions. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Last year we were killing Shermer seemingly weekly because he had two or three a week where you're like, I mean, are you paying attention? Get your head out of the playbook. Give up the play <laughs> calling, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's, look, that's a positive, you know what I mean? Um, but it's all about wins and losses. We, we understand that. So does Judge. You know, so does everybody else. So We'll go a few more. G. Wood at G. Wood, 1390. I hope that's not Gary Wood, right? I think he was a quarterback back in the day, wasn't he? Gary Wood? I'm pretty sure there was a Gary Wood. There was Little a Cowboys. For, no, for the Giants in the '60s, I think he's terrible. Oh. I'll check oh. it out. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Great show, fellas. Listening from the UK. A question. Here's hmm. a good one. What do you guys think is a greater need, CB2 or a true premier defensive end in the offseason? Hmm. Both are needs, oh. but which would you put the priority? As always, great podcast. Great question, G Wood. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great question because so, so many teams are starting to build from the outside in. You know, Belichick is, is the type of guy that's building from the secondary in, you know. Right. Um, that's a great – look, it's it's one of the five priorities. I talk about it all the time. Right. Quarterback, left tackle, edge, corner, and what am I missing? 
One of the four priorities. Am I missing something? Yeah, four, you always say. Four, right. I'm sorry. I thought it was five for some reason. Okay, so that's two of the four right there. Right. Uh, me, personally, I like to get that 12-sack guy, you know? Yep. Um, and then we'll scheme. Right? We got the real good corner, and then we'll scheme the other corner, try to get some an improvement on the other side. Some other people rather have that shut-down corner than mm. the edge guy, you know? Yep. Because it's a passing lead. So if you're asking me personally, my friend, I, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. If you're asking me personally. G, G. Wood. G. Wood. If you're asking me personally, I would go with the big sack guy, you know, because um, you could always scheme on the back end of times, you know, but that sack guy makes up for a lot of deficiency in that back end, you know? Yep. Uh, so that's what I would do with Jerry. I don't know how you would answer, but that I would go with the big sack guy first. I agree. Cause it, like you said, it makes up a lot. I mean, look, okay. Look at the 86 giants. I don't think Ellis Patterson was terrible, but, you know. It wasn't a shutdown call. Right, right. They called him toast for a reason. (laughs) Right, right. So there you go. Uh, By the way, Gary Wood was drafted in 64 by the Giants in the eighth round. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, now I can sleep today. Well, (laughs) he played for three years, then went to the Saints, then came back to the Giants. So there you go, out of Cornell. Hey, you know, Jerry, that's a great point you just brought up too. But uh, I'm not even going to talk about the Wood thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's Rain Rain Man-ish stuff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for that, Bill. Anyway, um, you just put up a good point. You talk about the 86 team, right? Right. And you look at this team, uh, you said, okay, how much do those guys up front make up for Elvis Patterson toast, right? Right, right. And yeah. you, look, so you look at this team, okay, we got Bradbury who's playing like a lockdown corner, basically, right? Yep. And the Giants had who? My boy Mark Collins back in 86, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Who was an excellent corner. Yep. And the other corner, the CB2, was like, ah! Well, it, actually, it was Perry Williams, and Collins was almost right. the third corner. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, then you look at the guys up front and how much did they make up for? Because that really wasn't you know, a great secondary, right? Right. The Giants didn't have a, a No, great right. And, and right, exactly. That's my point. Like, Collins would have yeah. made it better, but he was really the third guy. It was Perry Williams, Patterson, Kennard got hurt, and it was Kenny Hill and Herb Welsh. Yeah, I mean, that that's the second day we were talking about. Oh so we're talking God. about Perry Williams, who was a pretty good corner. Don't get me wrong, you know? He, yeah. But it wasn't no pro ball, you no, know? No, no. And then you got Toast, and you have Mark Collins working his way. I thought he started from day one for Belichick. No, it was Perry Williams, and I'm pretty sure it was Elvis Patterson were the two corners. Wasn't that, isn't that what Mark was telling us about, how they groomed him from day one? They groomed when, him, but I don't think he was. A, he okay, wasn't. whatever. Okay, so we're not talking about a lockdown secondary back. Oh, no, exactly, right. And, the, and then, the, what, the third safety was Greg Lasker? Right, and, but but we were talking about right. uh, awesome front seven, right? Right. And you got guys like Banks and Lawrence and Harry. You know, we, we don't have to go through it. it was, you know, so right. Uh, so that's why I would go. I would still go with that sack guy. Yep. Good stuff, buddy. Um, couple more. Uh, Chris, no longer in St. Pete. Honestly, how many more years until this team and organization can make its fans proud again? Is seven and nine too hard to ask for next year? No, I think it's just talent, man. It is what it is. Um. Hunt for five, Chris. Being that former Golden Domer Will Fuller's name is in trade rumors and is set to become a free agent, would you think he would be a target for the Giants if he reaches free agency, or would they let Gettleman make another move similar to Williams? We're not going to answer that part. Chris. Yeah. Fuller. Good fit for the Giants or what? Yeah, look, the problem with Will Fuller has been he just can't stay healthy. Right, right. But when when he's on the field, brother, yeah, he's real productive. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, how could you say no to guy, you know, look, look, the guy's expanded his route tree a little bit this year. He's basically a vertical dude who tops off a defense and he's real good at it, man. Yeah. Look, no question about it. You know, the, the only risk you got with Will and even in Notre Dame, you know, he got banged up a few times, but you know, the only risk you have is that he he gets injured all the time, Jerry. He just gets injured all. He's one of those guys, you know, so you go out and sign a guy like that four years, whatever it is, three years. I don't know, man, but I would take him if you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. take him in a second. Jerry. Yep. I just want to read one because it's funny. Kirby at Curbs. I would cut off my left leg for us to win some games. That being said, what do we have to to do to win against the Bucks? Some of these guys with their comments is hilarious. I mean, Giant fans, it's it's just such a deep like thing. Being a Giants fan, I'd cut off my left leg for a win. Well, please don't uh, cut off your left leg. Bro. No, we can't recommend that. Just no. want to go one more good one. Here we go. Last one. We'll, we'll finish up with a guy who hasn't written in for a while. Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson 3. By the way, 
Big Blue VCR actually subtweeted something for us. Wanted to get your reaction to something, Chris. Uh, it's a, My reaction? Yeah, what? it was a question. I'll, I'll read it in a second. Just let me okay. in. So Kyle Johnson first. Trading Golden Tate and Kevin Zeitler right now would get what compensation? Also rumors of Giants seeing So if we traded Tate and Zeitler, what do you think they'd get back? I mean, Tate we've said already, but Zeitler, that's come up more and more. What do you think we could get for, for Kevin Zeitler? Uh, five or six. That that far down? That's Look, that, that's what I think. Uh, okay. you know, who's giving up a three for Zeitler? I mean, I don't know if it was a desperate team. I would, I would, I wouldn't trade Zeitler unless it was for a four. I don't know. Oh, no, you had, well, you're bringing up a different scenario. What would you trade? Well, you know, the yeah, question okay. is, what do, you, what do I think they could, they would get for him? Five or six, huh? I, I think it five, six. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, if he gets a four for him, God bless him. If he's looking to move him. Yeah. You know. But yeah. He's got a pretty big contract too, Jerry. So. Yeah. So, so big blue VCR tweeted something before he said, game week versus Bucks ninety one. He. Yeah, big Blue VCR guys, if you're not following, follow. Puts out highlights of the team they're playing. Only good memories, too, which is awesome. Although we did put a Bavaro drop today against the Eagles, which aggravated me, but whatever. Um, the most significant part of the 21-14 Giants win over Tampa came the next day. Ray Hanley got in a sparring match with Russ Salzberg when asked what happens with the quarterback position when Hostetler returns. That was the beginning of the end. So he says, hey, JF, how do you think Chris would have handled this if he asked this question like Russ did? And I guess I didn't didn't watch it yet, but it looks like Hanley is kind of yelling back at at Russ Salzberg. So I thought that's I think that's hilarious that he's asking me, what do I think your reaction would be? I don't know. I think Chris might chase him out. I have no idea. Ray Hanley. I think anything would be possible. A coach like that—that's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. I gotta look. I gotta look at it. I think you might chase. I actually, gotta remind Russ Salzberg about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think like I think he's another. I think he follows that big blue VCR, which is uh, again a Twitter account you all you all should be following. So, all right, buddy. Good job. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Enjoy the game Monday night. Hope you know. Hopefully, no more positive tests and everything goes as planned. Yeah, and we'll see. You know. All right, guys. We print sun. We print Monday night, so we'll uh, both of us will 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 be up late in some capacity. Um, Chris will be there. I will be <laughs> up late writing. So there you go. To order a subscription to that newspaper I'm talking about, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. M A G Z T E R. Download the Giant Insider app store. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays and sometimes Monday nights are Giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care.